Hey guys, welcome back to the show. So there are a couple of things I'm going to talk about before getting um, back. Uh, before, well, we're, 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 it's just going to be, we're talking about game five of the NBA Finals. A um, couple of things. So sorry, this might be considered a little bit late um, because um, I was at, I had a tennis tournament this past weekend and all last week, I was still having put out a couple of podcasts, I'm pretty sure, but the AC was just non-existent on the second floor. Um, it was a, the, the temperature was at like 82 at one point and I was sleeping on the third floor. Um, but anyways, also I, I tested it last podcast. I almost thought I was talking a little bit fast in some of them, but when that, in that last podcast, it almost made me cringe at my own content. Um, because I, 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 I thought I was, I started to talk, I, I was overcompensating. Like I was talking a little bit too slow. So I'm just going to go back to what I had been doing before. Um, but anyways, uh, Bucks take a 3-2 series lead. Um, and really what some people could find very, very surprising. Um, but before we talk about it, um, we, a, a couple, a few things that I want to say before we talk about the game in more depth. So, team teams that win game 5 have a 73% chance to win the series if they go up 3-2. So now the series is a f- officially tipped into Milwaukee's favor. And also for this is a sun step, teams that shoot over 55% from the field, 65% from 3 and 90% from the charity stripe um, it is the only the second that that so the Suns had shot fifty five percent from the field, sixty five percent from three, and ninety percent from the charity stripe. Um, and that is the only only the second time a team has lost with stats like that over thirty thousand games, and that is only the second time. Also shot thirteen of nineteen from three and still lost. Um, the Bucks are the first team in the in the finals since 1985 with Giannis, Holiday, and Middleton, three players going for 25-plus on over 50% shooting. Um, the last team to do that was James Worthy, Kareem, and Magic Johnson. Um, you heard of them, haven't you? Um, but anyways, let's get into the game and a little bit more. Hey guys, what is up? Uh, it is Monday, July 19th, uh, 5.58 p.m. Uh, Eastern Daylight Time as we hop into another episode. Today we're talking Bucks, Suns, Game 5. You obviously heard that in the intro, um, but but let's get right into it. So it's so we're moving into Game 6, um, and really what was a pivotal Game 5? Now, not not only not only in the fact that seventy three seventy two or seventy three percent of the time you have the teams that win Game Five and go up three two win the series. Um, I mean, I think the last team to do that was like the twenty twelve or twenty thirteen Heat. Um, but but not only is it crucial in that fact, but but with the with the Suns' home court advantage, them winning that game and going up three two. Obviously, they haven't beaten the Bucks in Milwaukee, but but let's just say that the Suns do end up winning Game Five. Uh, it goes back to Milwaukee, 
and the Bucks win game six. And then it goes back to Phoenix because that's how, like, the home court works. Two, so, like, I think it's because since the Suns are at a higher seed, so you got the two games in, in Phoenix, then two games in Milwaukee, and then one game in Phoenix, one game in Milwaukee, and then one more game in Phoenix if Siri, if the series goes the distance. Um, and and it, it has the potential to, um, but – but what would have been crucial about the Suns winning that game, not only defending home court because they lost both of the games in Milwaukee, but but winning that game gives them a chance. Even if they fall, they still get to go back home and win at home, which is in the playoffs especially is a lot easier to do. But But really what comes down to is this was probably – one of the most important games, if not the most important game in the series. And 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 the Bucks took it. They they took advantage of it. They played a very, very good game. And and they took a very pivotal game five. Um and not not to mention they took this game five in Phoenix. And so it's it's huge. Um as now it just puts them at an advantage too, because obviously with the home court going in the Phoenix Suns direction, it would it makes it harder later on in this series, especially with Game Seven being in Phoenix. But it seems like that they have a very very good chance to close it out now, and that's kind of like a little bit of a series recap. But let's get more specifically into Game Five of these playoffs or finals, whatever you want to call it. Um, uh, let's just move on. Yeah. Um, so this really is going to be a massive um, home court advantage for them because so they have that that uh, postseason motto history in the making and obviously that's exactly what they're trying to do because it's been like fifty years something like that like the Kareem um, years when when they last won the championship that was like seventy one or seventy or seventy two or something something like that. Um, but, but now it moves into game six, obviously fully momentum in the Milwaukee Bucks hand. I mean, it just, it just seems like why, why wouldn't, why wouldn't they close this out? One last three games. Now they know, now they have confidence if they do lose this game heading back into Phoenix because they beat him last game in Phoenix. Um, I'm in they they have the chance to close it out right here at home. So I mean, I don't know why this has to have the most confidence that they've had all series cuz there's no way that they were like, yeah, 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 we're we're really confident um at the beginning of the series because they went down 2-0, but but you, 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 so the so the Bucks announced today that they're going to allow 65,000 fans to stand shoulder to shoulder in the deer district that's something that we we would never expect to see something that we would never expect to see for this game 6 um but but anyways um Moving in a little bit more into Game Five, so you you obviously have one twenty three, one nineteen, 
in Phoenix for the Bucks, and they go up in this series 3-2. You know that already. Um, and the first two things that I want to talk about in this series is something, I mean, like, so you had, we had talked about it in the intro, the Sun shot 13 of 19 from three-point land, which is 68%. Devin Booker also had 40 points and shot over, uh, over, yeah, slightly over, shot 17 to 33, over 50%. And not to mention that that it 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 picked up again for their other players like like Chris Paul seemed slightly back on track or not slightly he was back on track twenty one points eleven assists and one block and only one turnover um and the Suns lose so we gotta talk a little bit about how did the Bucks win this because. You had good scoring from everyone. Your top, one of your top players playing very, very well, and and your every and everyone else in your starting lineup was scoring, giving you giving you options. Everyone seemed on track. You're also shooting around about sixty nine percent from three, ninety one percent from the free throw line, and fifty five percent from the field, and you lose. So that's something that we're going to have to decipher for a couple of minutes here on this show. What did the Bucks do so well to win this game with the with really what seems like that the the Suns playing very very good basketball and um and at home. But but so so anyway, so I feel like in my opinion um it 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 partially comes down to so really what I think it mostly comes down to is the fact that so I've talked so much about it on my episodes about offensive consistency and star players stepping up and I talked a li- and and it seemed back to normal as the f- if you're the Phoenix Suns um I all uh starting lineup in double figures Devin Booker last two games have been shooting very very efficiently um Aiton scoring a few more points than usual, and Chris Paul um, not with five turnovers. That's something that you don't really see often. But really, what I think it comes down to is I've talked a lot about consistency for the Phoenix Suns and and kind of like their quote unquote big three. But then there's even but it, there's a quote unquote big three for the uh, Milwaukee Bucks that is also in need of having to be consistent throughout whole series. And and that is Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, and obviously Giannis. Giannis is able to bring it every single game. But and and Middleton usually most of the time, but it comes down to what is Drew Holiday able to do? Because he's had like four or five games where it's just like, you know, I, I'm just gonna go off. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do everything that coach wants me to do. I'm gonna put myself and my team in the best position to win and and that's exactly what he did we we know Giannis steps up every single game we know Middleton usually can 
it, it kind of comes down to the consistency of other players and especially Drew Holiday because especially with that fat contract, you expect him to play well. And he, and he finished off the game with 12 of 20, 27 points, 13 assists, and only two turnovers. And, and that's something that is huge um, in, in terms of consistency, especially when you have – when your team – is not really leading all the stats. I mean, Milwaukee had more turnovers than Phoenix, and and obviously Phoenix was shooting on fire um, uh, from three, sixty-eight percent. And it, it really just, in my opinion, comes down to I talked so much about the consistency for the Suns in these finals um, because it's usually so so good, but it also comes down. To the to the um, it also comes down to um, the consistency for the Milwaukee Bucks. Even seems a little bit more because the Suns bench is a little bit deeper, in my opinion. Um, in my opinion, than the Bucks Bucks's bench, and especially um, how even the scoring can be for the Suns, only nine points and in th- three points for Tucker and Lopez among the starters. And so it's, it really comes down to those other three players, Giannis, Middleton, and Holiday, um, if they want to step up and win the game. Not to mention that they did have to come back from 16 points down. Um, and they didn't get phased and they kept playing, playing hard and, and that's really what brought the Bucks the win, because um, it shows in these playoffs they're they're down they were down sixteen points in this game five, um, and and not to mention down two zero in the series and they and it's their will to fight and will to keep going and that's really what has brought them these wins. It this is a position that we, at, at least me and I know plenty of other people as basketball fans. We didn't really necessarily expect to be in this position. We expected it to possibly go six games, but we probably didn't expect it to be Bucks leading the series, um, especially after the Suns go up 2-0. And the Suns, other than that game, was it game four? What was the game that they lost by, like, by I think it was like 120 to 100? I think that was game – yeah, it was game three. That was That's really only only – Bad, bad game, um, or at least not necessarily terrible, but that was probably the Suns' worst game of the series. But other than that, it's really um, been more the Bucks just playing really good basketball to get themselves back into the series and lead this series. Um, but I, I, I can see maybe the Buck, the the Suns forcing a game seven. Um, so the final thing here on this show, I got to make this quick because. I, I said it was going to be all 15 minutes or less, but so a, li- a little bit, we're not going to go so much into depth, but a little bit about what I think will happen in game six. So I never really thought that the Suns were going to lose this series, especially after going up 2-0. Um, but the Bucks have come roaring back, and that's all with the help of Drew Holiday stepping up a little bit more, Chris Middleton stepping up even more than he already was. And by this point, they've won that 72% stat when they go up 3-2. And, and just there's, there's not much else you can say about um, about uh, 
Giannis and the Bucks because well, cause so also even if they do end up falling in this game, they have to have at least a little bit of confidence, not as much as at home, but they at least have to have a little bit of confidence going back to Phoenix for Game 7 because now they know that they can beat Phoenix in in Phoenix, Arizona, um, in their home fort. What is it, like Talking Stick Resort Arena? Has that changed? Um, but but I, I kind of find it a little bit hard by this point for the Bucks to lose this championship, especially if Drew Holiday is able to play the way he did last night. Um, like he was clutch at the end too with the lob to Giannis, but but it's not much else to say. I find it if now I give the the edge slightly to the Suns should they win Game Six, but I for this game in Game Seven it would be for me an edge slightly to the Suns. But heading into this game six, I kind of find it hard for the Bucks to lose this game, um, especially how well they're playing. Um, they have especially putting um, the Suns on the ropes. But you never know because teams tend to work harder on the brink of elimination because like a regular season game, if you lose that, it's not – I mean, you're working hard, but it's not the end of the world. But but like a game in the NBA Finals, when you if you lose the game, your season's over. Yeah, you're going to work a little bit harder. So the Bucks are obviously going to have to go in full force and do that and play the same way they have been playing. But don't count the Suns out, especially should they win Game Six. But um, the Bucks definitely have the edge at this moment. Um, but anyways, I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Fast Break Sports, and I'll talk to you next time. Wait, did I just call it Fast Break Sports again? I don't even remember my new name. Uh, Fast Sports Talk. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening to Fast Sports Talk. I am Preston Green, and I will talk to you guys next time, most likely about Game 6, all next time on the show. But see you next time.